0: welcome to keep them coming with open the doors coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist based in Kansas City. And I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy good conversation about love, heartache, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over and probably listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. so glad that you are here today thanks for joining me for episode 101 it's gonna be the start of season two i can't believe that i've made it 101 episodes and i'm still kind of riding the high from episode 100 the secret life of milfs those ladies were fucking hilarious i i don't know I just felt like we were having a really awesome conversation just three gals hanging out you really should go listen to their podcast. It's absolutely hilarious. Follow them on Twitter. Follow them on socials. They are they are epic. And I look forward to meeting both of them IRL one day. There's so many of my guests that I, I do know in person, but there's plenty of them that I've never actually met face to face. And I, I look forward to meeting all of my former guests. Today's episode is going to be a look back at some of my top episodes, not just my favorites, but my top five most listened to episodes. So if you're new to the show, maybe you found me through TikTok or other social means. Apple's still having some issues, so you cannot go back and listen to any of these episodes on iTunes. You're going to have to find another platform, but you can go to my website and see all the other various players that are available on OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com. I've got all those links there for you on the podcast page. And it's going to be my last episode in September, which is Sexual Health Month. So I will also round out the episode talking about some of my favorite resources and what Sexual Health Month is actually all about. All right, let's get into it because I just want to make this a quickie episode. So, my top five most listened to episodes, rounding it out here at number five, got episode number one, my very first episode, still one of my most popular ones, and it's Have You Ever Tried VR Porn? I had a lot of fun sitting down with my friend Stephen Fuller, he's also my marketing guy, he had the, the Oculus headset, I've still not gone and invested in one. Uh, the immersive porn experience was really fun and unique. I uh, just. It didn't uh, make me want to run out and get my own headset. Plus, Oculus is owned by Facebook at this point. And, uh, if you've listened to the show, you know I'm over Facebook and anything owned by Zuckerberg. But if you ever wanted to know more about what VR porn is like and hear me in my early days before I'd honed my podcasting skills. It's a fun episode. I'm still a good conversationalist, but, you know, I had some lessons to learn, but it's a great episode. Coming in at number four is episode 59, Pegging Part One. That one was the male perspective. And I'll just say that coming in at number three is also episode 60, Pegging Part Two, A Female Perspective. Oh my God, all the feedback I got on those episodes, people were intrigued and enthralled and some were horrified and <laughs> some were scared about, oh God, all of us are going to get pegged by our you know, Only if you want it. It's all still about consent. Um, but I really, really enjoyed these two guests. They were a hell of a lot of fun. I, I even got to be really... Good online friends. I mean, I met her in person. I, mean, I recorded with her in person, so of course I met her then. But I like, we are now IRL friends with Hard to Handle from episode 60. These were both just incredibly informative and educational, and I think destigmatizing pegging. If you're not familiar with pegging, it's a male being penetrated by a female. I could even just say penis owner being penetrated by a vulva owner with a dildo strap-on. Mm. One thing you might have noticed lately in the media was the Met Gala outfit. I can never say that model's last name correctly, but it's Cara D. De La- De La Vigne. I, I suck at that. Uh, I've never actually heard her name pronounced properly, so I can't pronounce it properly. I've heard it like 20 different ways. Point being, she was wearing that Peg the Patriarchy outfit to the Met Gala. So many problems with that. And and I think that if you listen to these two episodes, you'd understand why that outfit was problematic. For one thing, it's basically removing consent because, I mean, it's not like the patriarchy is just going to bend over and take it willingly, right? So I feel like there's some non-consensuality to to that part. Um, We talked about proper techniques, uh, you know, something I have always wanted to do, still haven't gotten the chance. I'm clearing my throat to my podcast producer, who's also my partner. (laughs) Now, we've, we have talked about it, it's, it's sort of on the agenda, if I may say, it's not off the table. Uh, it just, we just haven't gone and gotten the equipment. And, and uh, I do apparently need to practice my humping skills. I've kind of tried to just dry hump them a couple of times. And I, I dudes, I know it's about practice muscle memory. Like you've just been doing it for so long. You're just good at that motion. It's not a natural motion for me. I guess I've got to practice. So maybe he's making me wait until I can get a better uh, hip motion going before he'll commit to (laughs) doing that. Not really. It is just because I haven't gone and bought a strap on yet. There's so much out there. I don't know where to start. I need I guess I need to have a follow up episode and get really specific about equipment. I know you gotta, you gotta get some good stuff. You can't just get the nylon straps that can get really irritating for your legs. Uh, they don't, you know, stay cinched oftentimes. So, hmm. yeah, maybe. Ooh, there is a new leatherworking company here in town called Emerald City Leatherworks. Maybe I just need to go in and see them and have them make me a custom harness. Hmm. hmm. I'm zooming through this here. Let's see. Okay. Next up. The second most listened to episode is episode 23. This was actually one of my short shows. This was just a a solo show. FLR requires some TLC. It was just me chatting about FLR because, look, what often happens to me is I'll, I'll read about a topic or I'll see something online and then all of a sudden my clients start coming in and asking questions about it. And I don't know, you know how things happen in threes? I guess it's that whole thing. But this one week, it was back in August of 2019, I had three different clients come in and ask about female-led relationships. I know when you heard FLR, you were like, well, what is that? Well, female-led relationships, that's, it's nothing new. It may not be what you think it is, though. <laughs> female-led relationships are... When that partner is just in charge of everything, but it's not, uh, it's not in um, it's not in a passive way. You know, I think that there's this perception, especially in Western culture, about you know she wears the pants, but there's a tug of war kind of going on, and power struggle. No, this is not about power struggle. Uh, this is not about her taking the power. This is about her owning the power in the relationship. I think that's very different, so. I'm not sure why this episode has gotten so many listens. I have a feeling that there's someone out there who maybe was given an assignment to listen to my episode over and over and over again, or I just have someone who likes the sound of my voice and listens to that particular episode constantly, because I swear to God, it gets, it gets like five plays a week. I don't know what it is. That, I mean, these days, considering how far I am out from episode 23, that's just strange. So if if you're listening to this, if you're the person that listens to this episode on repeat, I just, I, I want to know. Just send me an email. Introduce yourself. Say hi. Please. I'd love to know why this episode has gotten so much love. And rounding out my top five most listened to podcast episodes, I've got Bella, Tricks or Treat. Nudity is not synonymous with sex. Bella is a fine art nude model, I've also gotten to be IRL buddies with her. She's fabulous. Absolutely, absolutely fabulous. Just a really sweet, kind human being. and. I've had so many people email about this episode and talk about how it it really did shift their mindset and thinking about a nude body is not about sexuality all the time. Been learning to appreciate their form as it was and even think about it differently in the media. So I feel like we did a public service in that episode together, Bella. (laughs) It really was a, a wonderful conversation. I mean, in most of my episodes, you know, we, we talk about a variety of things. We just talk about life and love, lust, <laughs> when things go awry, I mean, all, all the things. My guests have helped me shift my perspectives. I, I know they have helped shift my listeners' perspectives. I am so grateful to everyone who's ever been on my show, and I wish all of them all of the success in the world. You all have helped make keep them coming. I feel like something really special, uh, not just for me, but for my clients and for my community. A lot of my guests are based here in Kansas City, where I am, though I've had plenty of guests who are not from here. But you, you all helped me build up you know, a library of episodes that i can give to my clients when they need more information because i'm not always the expert on things that's why i have guests you all have helped normalize things that a lot of people only allowed to reside in their fantasies you've helped remove stigma you've helped increase confidence you've helped people feel more beautiful more connected and more loved. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who's been on Keep Them Coming. All right, let's talk about sexual health. (laughs) Again, September being Sexual Health Awareness Month, and September 4th was World Sexual Health Day, and that was started by the World Association of Sexual Health. The month was then started by the, I had to make sure I got this right, American, American Sexual Health Association. So let's talk about what sexual health actually means because a lot of stuff out there really seems to focus on simply, you know, STI prevention, stuff like that. Sexual health is not simply the absence of an STI or disease, okay? Health is not the absence of disease. The World Health Organization defines sexual health as being fundamental to the overall health and well being of, of humans, couples, and families and to the social and economic development of communities and countries. Sexual health, when viewed affirmatively, requires a positive and respectful approach to sexuality and sexual relationships, as well as the possibility of having pleasurable and safe sexual experiences that are free of coercion, discrimination, and violence. The ability of people to achieve sexual health and well-being depends upon their access to comprehensive, good-quality information about sex and sexuality, knowledge about the risks they may face and the vulnerability to averse consequences of unprotected sexual activity, ability to access sexual health care, and living in an environment that affirms and promotes sexual health. They also affirm that, again, it's, it's not just about uh, the treatment of HIV and STIs. It's not just about preventing unintended pregnancy. It also includes talking about sexual function or dysfunction. Uh, again, making sure there's no violence involved and that there's no harmful practices such as female genital mutilation. And I'll throw on top of there, I think there should also be no circumcision. I just just don't think that you can be against one without being against the other. There's simply a, a cultural thing and there's no medical reason for it. But we can talk about circumcision a little more on another episode. In fact, I think I've already <laughs> talked about that on a couple of shows. the The theme of World Sexual Health Day this year was Turn It on, really focusing on sexual health in the digital age. When it comes to you know all things online, I think there's definitely some things that we need to be cautious of and be wary of to protect our, our health, especially our sexual health and our mental health. But then there's also a lot of things that are empowering people to take better care of their sexual health. So I wanna give you a few of my favorite digital resources where you can learn more for yourself, or perhaps you've got an adolescent, kid, teen, whatever, at home, and you want to know how to better talk to them about sexual health. So here's my top five digital resources to help you with that. Coming in at number five is TalkTaboo.com. T-A-L-K-T-A-B-U.com. They cover pleasure, wellness, relationships, and mental health. So, a little bit of everything. I love this quote on here. Whether you cringe at the word vagina or you never stop talking about them, you're in the right place. Coming in at number four is amaze.org. A M A Z E.org. This one is going to be more for parents and their teens. Covers things like puberty, sexual orientation, gender identity, personal safety, healthy relationships. I often talk about uh, scarletteen.com a lot. Uh, I would say honestly, these two come in tied at number four. Parents need, uh, they need to like fill in the gaps in some regards, you know, like you figured some things out as an adult that you should have been told as a kid or as a teen. So then it can sort of skew when you think it's appropriate to talk to your kids about this stuff. So both of these resources provide you with some more information about what's age appropriate. And trust me, if they're not learning about it from you or a safe place like amaze or scarletteen.com, They're getting it from their friends or they're getting it from other places on the internet. You don't want them going. (laughs) So prepare yourself and prepare them. Take a look at those websites. Okay, so now I've gotten you know number five and number four with a two-way tie. So we'll just say number two is omgs.com. I also talk about this one a lot. Also very vulva-centered, but different in the sense that you do have to pay a subscription and You don't have to be a vulva owner to get a lot of information about how vulvas work on here. So if you wanna know how to please your partner better and you're not a vulva owner, go to omgs.com. If you are a vulva owner and you wanna know how to pleasure yourself better, go to omgs.com. It was done in uh, tandem with the Kinsey Institute out of Indiana University, which does all sorts of sex research. It is explicit, meaning you will see real-life vaginas and breasts, and butts, whatever, bodies, human bodies. So just be prepared for that. Rounding out this top five of my favorite online education resources, this is a newer one that I found, and I love them, beducated.com. All right, so it looks like be educated but beducated is how they pronounce it. There's something for everyone on there. From prostate massage to squirting, cunnilingus, strap-on play, kinky sex, anal pleasure, online dating foundations, tantric date nights, sexual self-regulation, de-armoring foundations. Oh my gosh, they have so many courses. Ooh, Even ejaculation mastery. I haven't watched that one yet. I assume that's probably... Uh, very similar to the Maxwell technique, which teaches people, penis owners primarily, uh, <laughs> how to yeah, look. I'm not a thing. I'm not a fan of um, like holding in your semen for long periods of time. I know there's people out there that ascribe to that mindset, but uh, that I'm not one of them. <clears throat> however, however, I do think that there's value sometimes for some men, some penis owners to learn how to better control their ejaculation, especially if they feel like they're prematurely ejaculating. To me, as a coach, and other coaches out there, we think that PE, it's not about medicalizing your situation. Uh, we're not saying that like if you come in X amount of minutes that it's premature ejaculation. If you are coming sooner than you want to be coming, It's all relative. If you want to be lasting longer, then yeah, we'd put you in that category. So between ejaculation mastery or even getting some promescent uh, delay spray, you can learn to last longer. Bonus resource I'd like to tell you about is HelloWisp.com. You can order all sorts of sexual health products on there if you've had issues with bacterial vaginosis or yeast infections if you need to get birth control online they've got you covered especially if you live in a community where you don't have great access to um, you know, your OBGYN or you don't want to go see your GP for certain things it's private things are just mailed directly to you no having to go to the pharmacy I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who would benefit from having better access to sexual health care but they just don't live in a place where they've got access. So, check them out. HelloWisp. hellowisp.com. As always, if you have questions about your sexual health, you can email me at any time and I'm more than happy to do my best to help you. You can also book a session, of course. <laughs> email me to do that as well. And if you're not able to catch my workshop tomorrow night, let's see. I'm putting this up on the 29th of September. So my workshop September 30th at 7.30 p.m. Central. It's virtual. Understanding your sexual health. I'm going to get more in-depth talking about these things. Again, some grown-ups just need sex ed 101 or they've got lingering questions, myths that we need to eliminate, things like that. So if you miss the September one, I tend to run my workshops in a rotation, so I'm sure you can... Just hop on my email list and catch that one the next time I run it. Don't forget to catch my next pitch article. Keep them coming on October 1st. That's when uh, uh, the first of the month is when uh, the pitch comes out. But the digital version will be out on the the first this month because it's rather long. Uh, If you listen to episode 97, WTF OnlyFans with Alana Evans... Part of her interview was put into print and I interviewed a few local OnlyFans performers as well as a sexual health activist and sex work activist, Pucks Plenty. If you have topics you would like me to cover on either this podcast or my column, Keep Them Coming, shoot me an email. Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N at OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com. All right. That's my show today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I love you. I appreciate you, my little dirty birds. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. And check the show notes for the stuff we talked about during the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and TikTok, but visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my safe for work or not safe for work email list, which I call the dirty bird. If you want less censored content about sex and relationships and want to know what I'm up to, please subscribe to that list. Send me an email, Kristen at Coaching, if you have a question, want to book a session, or want more information on my upcoming workshops. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.